Welcome to the Brand Spanking You podcast with host Nicole Montgomery, a podcast dedicated to business and personal branding for the aesthetic industry. The essence of trust and rapport are the foundations of building a successful, sustainable, long-term business. Interviewing thought leaders and experts that have built successful personal brands, we share their stories and how they got to be where they are, plus sharing practical advice and actionable tips for you to implement today into your own personal and business branding. Today, Nicole walks you through how to create a content and social media strategy calendar. Hello, and welcome to the second module in our Canva introduction. So today I'm going to talk about what to post. Now there's loads of templates, there's loads of ideas. I'm sure you have loads of photos from within your clinic anyway, or videos. And, um, and those images are imperative to uh, authenticity and growing your brand. However, when we post, an important point I'd like to make is that we don't just want to post for the sake of posting. We just want to go and pick a, a cute animated post from Canva or um, you know, a pretty template and just post it. And then say, hey, we've done our social media. Why is it not working? Because we're just posting and posting and posting without any purpose or goal behind us. So we really need to think about what we want to post. How are we going to add value to our clients? How are you going to build trust and rapport with your potential new patients? And um, how are you going to reassure people that your clinic is safe, ethical, um, value, high value, bespoke, all of the, um, you know, the wonderful things that you want out of a clinic. So for myself as a client, I want to know that I'm going to get a certain level of service and care and that I can trust in the, the hygiene of the clinic that I go to and the skills and qualifications. For someone else, it might be really important that, that I only get paid a certain amount of money a week. I have X amount of, of bills and expenses and debt. So it's really important to me that I get this procedure done at the lowest possible cost. Um, you know, as a uni student, uh, laser hair removal, waxing, uh, facials was really important that yes, the clinic is, you know, clean, but I don't really care about my about the customer service. I just want to jump into the franchise clinic, just want to get my laser and just want to get out. I don't care how much, it, I don't care about, you know, all the fluffy extras and feeling special and being discreet and building that rapport because I just want to pay the lowest possible price. So it really depends on the, um, the client and how you're going to attract that client is through your social media posts. If you look really expensive, then of course you're not going to attract the client who's a uni student and counting every penny. Uh, however, you will attract the client who is willing to pay a little bit more for reassurance value service and rapport. So let's have a little look. I'm just going to share my screen with you now uh, because one of the most important things when you are um, starting out is to work out your direction. So if you're going to have a focus, then you need to have a direction. So it's really important to 
create your own content calendar. So you're not copying what everyone else does. Of course, you're going to put in their Mother's Day, Christmas, you know, uh, Father's Day and um, whatever charities you might support. So that might be Daffodil Day. It might be um, October. You might decide to go pink for uh, breast cancer awareness. Of course, there are international days for uh, various different charities and um, awareness organisations. So you can put things in the notes at the bottom of your calendar regarding uh, your marketing strategy for this month. It may be part of a three-month or a six-month marketing strategy surrounding you know, cool sculpting, body contouring, um, facials, hydration, dryness, eczema, whatever it is that you are, um, you know, how many times are you going to post? What are you going to post about? What's going to be your focus for that week? I would then print this and put it up in your uh, clinic, in your back room, and um, or email it to your staff just as a month by month, not the whole year, and um, and say this is what we're focusing on next month. So if you can generate any uh, content from within the clinic, that would be amazing, and we will disperse that on our social media. Of course, then you're going to add to your content, whether that's a live video on Facebook, could be an Instagram and Facebook story, uh, could be static images that uh, your uh, clinic staff send to your social media person to have branded or you they, you may let them post directly either way is fine and uh, whatever works for your clinic but you want to disperse, disperse as much authentic um, imagery and videos and content from within your clinic as possible and the only way to do that is to motivate your staff and have everybody on the same page not just have people taking random photos of random things on random dates. So I strongly encourage you to uh, save this to your Excel and e every month have a focus. If you have an external marketer or if you outsource uh, overseas and whatnot, you can um, give them this calendar and say, uh, for the next three months, this is what we really want to focus on. And then you're not going to get just random posts. You're going to get posts that uh, surrounded by uh, education around what it is that you're focusing on, around um, quotes, which may be inspiring and validate what you're saying. Uh, it may be uh, templating before and after images. It may be simply animating and templating uh, images from within the clinic and celebrating various people's birthdays and whatnot from within your clinic. Trying to, to make your account personal because at the end of the day, your account is there to add value to your existing clients and your potential new clients. It's not constantly a walking advertisement, which is not always easy for everybody to get their head around uh, because everyone wants every single post to be about advertising them. So um, you may decide that you wanna do presentations in Canva instead of PowerPoint for uh, a meeting that you may be speaking at for your staff if you do a clinical review um, every three months or month, uh, if you are doing education around um, auditing within your clinic, whatever it may be. So um, I'm going to, I have created this PowerPoint and now I'm going to click the slide option to help me animate it. Now, when I do that, I'm going to come down here to type. I can do autoplay, which allows me to set a speed and it will just automatically play, or I can do presenter um, view. So personal branding is obviously uh, about personal branding and whether you like it or not, your clinic is uh, communicating with people on a personal level. So the branding of your clinic is very personal and is very unique. Otherwise, you're a franchise and you're sticking within uh, the realms of the branding of that clinic, which again is personal and uh, still resonating 
with certain uh, clientele. So um, as a franchise, you would have a huge marketing um, company or you'd have an in-house marketing team who support the marketing efforts for all of the clinics. And then, of course, if you are a smaller business or you may have multiple businesses at different locations, uh, you're really creating a brand that is based on your ethics and your values, which is what I'm talking about today. So my name is Nicole Montgomery and um, I am a social media stylist. I'm also a patient safety advocate, which we all know. And of course, this is module two to the Canva introduction course. So one of the most important things, regardless of whether or not you are trying to build your business's name or whether or not you're trying to build your name is to remain focused. So keeping your message focused to your target demographic uh, will make it much easier for both um, the content creator or yourself and, um, and for those who resonate with you and who are, who are defined by you. So as a, as a business, everybody in that business is defined by your focus and your messaging and your communication. Uh, as yourself, it is very, very, very easy if everything you do and say is authentic and focused, you're continually reiterating your same key messages and then those messages will stick. So a couple of um, examples here from uh, Oprah, who we all know and love. I don't know many people who don't like Oprah. So let, um, the first quote is, let excellence be your brand. When you are excellent, you become unforgettable. Doing the right thing, even when nobody knows you're doing the right thing, will always bring the right thing to you. Now, this is incredibly powerful and so true. So often we want to get out there and have everybody toot our own horn. And I think a perfect example of that is when we pay influencers cash for comment. And it's great to get the recognition. It's great to have your ego stroked and um, to be told how wonderful you are. But in reality, it's what people say behind your back that counts. And the only way you're going to get that type of support and feedback is by doing the right thing all the time. So my focus with doing the Introduction to Canva course is to educate and empower as many people as I can. That is the sole purpose of this course. If I sell one course, if I sell 100 courses, I don't care. It's not the end of the world. I'm going to continue to plod along because I always tend to make it through. Whatever I set my mind to, it always ends up happening. So I think that when you, are, when you genuinely feel a sense of purpose and want to help others, people will, will come to you. Often I try and talk people out of engaging me and, um, and they, they truly just want to work with me more, which is quite hilarious. So you really want to be selling without selling. And, um, and that is hard to do and it's sometimes stressful because money, of course, is a, fi is a financial burden to a lot of people and, um, you know, I'm not free from that burden. But at the end of the day, what makes you feel good? What makes you, you know, go off to sleep with a smile on your face and wake up excited to join the day? And hone in on that. Really, you know, build on that and focus on that. And um, to do that is being genuine. When you truly love doing something and you do it and you, you, you live and breathe it, it's Steve Irwin. He was so genuine. 
he truly loved animals. So he wasn't just a TV personality who talked about animals. He was someone who loves animals. And, um, and I think that we see that with Bondi Vet. We see that with, um, with Dr. Nassif and Dr. Dubrow who do Botch. Sure, Botch is a sensationalized show with a huge uh, advertising marketing team behind it. But at the end of the day, those two surgeons love operating they love helping people they love changing lives and they love a challenge they're only doing these super hard cases because they really do enjoy a challenge and that comes across we love them because they're genuine so uh, people can spot a fake a mile away if i decided that tomorrow i was going to become a website designer or whatever it may be um I think it'd be very obvious that I'm white labeling. I've been there, done that. I, I, I don't do white labeling. I don't do the outsourcing and the, the whatnot. Um, you know, there are occasions where I white label because I need help with something, but I generally care about the business. I generally care about the funnel or the ad campaign or whatever it is that I'm doing. And I'm heavily involved in that process. So um, it's not like I have no idea what I'm talking about and I just outsource and then no one's accountable and it all goes to crap. So you, if you're going to be your brand, you're going to have a clinic, you're gonna work with people's faces and bodies, you need to have accountability, you need to be passionate and everybody who works in your clinic to have that same um, feeling of responsibility when it comes to every client that walks in your door or picks up the phone and calls you, contacts you via an email, whatever. Um, and that also ties into being an expert. You need to position yourself in the industry as an expert in what you do, you cannot be an expert of everything. So all these clinics out there trying to do everything and anything and be everything to everyone, it never ever works. Pick what you like doing and stick to that. Continually educate yourself in that. Become an expert in that particular procedure and you will succeed. Uh, share your story, your journey, your why is literally as unique as you. Nobody else has been on the journey you've been on. Nobody else has the, the motivation that you have. And why? Why do you feel so passionately about what you do? There's a reason and there's a story and that story is truly unique to you. So we all start off as a student and it's very easy to map out a timeline. You start having to think about, you know, the um, milestones in your career and you can create an amazing podcast, amazing blog, amazing video and, um, and a series of posts which will help you build your reputation and help people to be able to relate to you, to know you, to like you, to trust you. And it's all those little uh, pieces of information that build and over time and touch points, you will attract new clients who potentially were going to somebody else, one of your competitors who now want to come and see you because they like you and they trust you. So one of the easiest, simplest ways to build trust and rapport with somebody as a um, personal brand, as an expert and authority in the industry that you're in, or as um, a business is through video. So you may have your staff, your clients, you may yourself be the star of the show, um, whatever it is. If you're doing it through video, you're getting facial expression, you know, oh, I'm angry, I'm sad. 
I need to do this <laughs> or I'm happy and I'm laughing and I'm excited, whatever it is. And it's hard. I spoke to someone today and they said, oh, you know, I know I should do live videos, but I've never done it before. And you know what? Push yourself out of that comfort zone. Nothing exciting or game change. No game changes have ever happened from someone being in their comfort zone and doing something they've always done. Do things that you've never done before. Put yourself out of your comfort zone. You know, let your lead by example. Let your staff see that you know you're, you're pushing beyond the boundaries and doing something that you possibly wouldn't normally do. Also, public relations. Pitch yourself. Pitch your clinic. Pitch, pitch your your stories and your patients to various um, news outlets and bloggers and influencers and everybody under the sun. Eventually, somebody will. Um, share your praises and we'll share your article or your ideas or your thoughts. Trust your gut. Always go with your gut instinct. Not, nothing um, creative and exciting and new and genuine and authentic was created by a bunch of people telling you how you should dress, how you should act, what you should say, when you should say it and when you shouldn't say it. Yes, it's great to have a team in a boardroom that is supporting and facilitating your journey, but uh, we don't all have that luxury. And of course, the, the, the true stars in the world, the true personalities and authorities in the world, they truly believe, live and, um, and stand by everything they do and say. And the last point on that side was passion. I, I cannot reiterate that enough. So um, to, to post with purpose means that you've got a passion for something. You're posting from your passion. Whatever you post or create has a purpose and a meaning. You'll never achieve the best branding until you fail a couple of times by pushing past your comfort zone. You will fail. You will do posts that will not do well, that you think are going to do great. You will do live videos that everything that could go wrong goes wrong. And it's, it's fine. You know what? You get up, you dust yourself off and you get back out there. You pull yourself back in front of the camera. You do it again and again and again until you find what works, what resonates with your audience, what resonates with the tribe and, and attracts the people that you want to attract. And you will master it. And people will say, oh, wow, you're so good at that. And you'll think... I never used to be. So always keep in mind the impact you leave on others. And remember, we all, um, all we have is our own reputation. And that's our brand. Our reputation is our brand. And um, that, that means ultimately it comes back to, you know what, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Always be Awesome. Always be, you know, fantastically friendly and kind and generous and humble. And, you know, I'm a talker. I love to talk over people. I have to stop myself. Listen, actively listen to other people. And um, keeping a positive attitude will, will be contagious. So the only way you can help others grow and have healthy relationships and healthy teams and great morale is, is by maintaining a positive attitude. And by doing that, your brand in the long run will, will, pay, will pay off, will benefit from that. Uh, your mood board. So, you know, what's the mood of your clinic? When we create posts, we want them to, to represent and, and resonate with a certain audience. So, you know, who is that and what is the, the mood that we're portraying? When people come on our site or our page, are they going to see sad stories and be depressed or shocked 
you know, is there that shock value or are they going to feel relaxed or happy or inspired or sad? Uh, whatever it is, it, it, it provokes an emotion in other people and you can do that visually. Hence why, you know, these photos all tie into each other. If you're creating a visual mood board on Instagram, if you're creating a visual mood on Facebook, even though it does move through. So you've got, it's a lot more forgiving in relation to uh, the colors and the posts that you're doing. And, um, and you're creating a, a mood and a tone for yourself in, in LinkedIn. It may be business and professional, but it, it's, this, it's a similar, um, approach there's a professionalism and a level of professionalism that you want to bring across consistently on your linkedin and um and research research that target market you know who are they where are they in their lives do they care about community is that what they value do they want to connect with other people in the same age are they interested in traveling are they interested in um seeing you know young girls on the beach who look super sexy or are they more conservative and more fun you know, uh, looking for something with a little bit more meaning. So, um, you know, understanding your audience and you, if you understand yourself and your values and your beliefs, that will also help you because you're not alone. There are other people out there who will love and hang off every word that you say. And there are people who will think, mm, gosh, you know, she's a know-it-all or isn't, um, you know, isn't she crazy? Whatever it is. Um, you can do anything and you can be anything to anyone. And, um, and I think that, you know, you need to not look at the people that you don't want to be like and look at the people that you do want to be like. Who are the people who um, are doing what you want to do and are doing it really well? You know, they're kicking goals out there. What are they doing that's different to you? How can you be them? So, um, you know, you're not out there to copy and you're not trying to, to take someone's business or undercut somebody, but, you know, you need to start living the life that, that you imagine and, and living and breathing it every day and telling yourself, I am an empowered woman. I am a business entrepreneur. I am. And not being afraid to say it to other people. And I remember at the beginning of, um, you know, my business journey, I, um, I, I was embarrassed and I was really shy to say, oh, you know, I do my own business. Uh, and now I'm like, no, no, I, I'm a female entrepreneur and I run my own business. And I, I have no shame in saying that. So um, it, it is an, it's an evolving journey and you'll continually evolve. Uh, I wanted to read this quote by Jason Wong. People interested in personal branding need to start marketing themselves like the celebrities and influential people that they look up to every day. And you do. You need to be vulnerable. You need to share the photos of you without makeup and, you know, share the, the bad days, the good days, the great days and all the wonderful things because people don't know what they don't know. Get out there and tell them about you and about your life or your clinic and what your clinic does and how your clinic does it. Your personal brand should follow you wherever you go. It needs to be an authentic manifestation of who you are and amplify what you believe. Now, this is very easy um, to interpret and to understand if you're doing your own personal brand. Of course, you're going to live and breathe it. Look at the, the paleo guy. Um, you know, uh, there's so many. Oprah, you know, she lives and breathes everything that, that she, she sells and disseminates. If you're doing a clinic, it's a little bit different. 
So you, um, because obviously you have a whole team or you have franchise or you have multiple teams, you need every single person in your clinic to live and breathe what your clinic's goals are, what your clinic's values are, amplify everything that your clinic stands for. And this is really important. And I think maybe the best analogy I can think of at the moment would be uh, when I was in uh, primary school and high school, I went to a, you know, exclusive private school, went to this fancy school. And um, I also went to public school and a Catholic school. So, um, so I'm not all, you know, la-di-da trying to, you know, make out that I'm some sort of rich kid or something, not at all. But the school I went to was very strict, was quite fancy. We weren't allowed to wear a blazer without a jumper. We weren't allowed to go to the train station or back from the train station without our beret on or our hat in summer. Uh, there were very, very strict rules. We weren't allowed to wear makeup. You know, they were very, um, very regimented. And um, at the time, I used to think, oh, this is so crap, you know. And what was drilled into us, and, and in a nice way, I guess, in every single assembly, every single week, it was reiterated, and this from a very young age for many years. We are representing our school outside these school gates. Whenever you are in your school uniform, you are representing the school. When you are at a function, when you're at an event, when you're at a birthday party, when you're traveling on holidays, and somebody asks you what school you go to, you are representing that school. You are representing your school. Um, you know, we need to feel proud. This is not a cheap school. We don't have, you know, a high turnover of staff or teachers. Your teachers work really hard and really believe in you and want the best for you. The school works really hard to support you in your educational journey and extracurricular activities. Be proud of the school that you represent every day, of every minute of every day. And, and, it, and it did work. I did proudly say, well, I go to thee. And I did wear my uniform with my blazer. I did wear my beret. I did wear my sun hat. And if I was a little bit naughty, it was like, oh, my goodness. Um, but I, I would be ashamed if I was caught doing the wrong thing. And I, I would, would feel an overwhelming sense of guilt because I was so proud to be a part of that community, part of that school. And, um, and that's what we really want from your clinic, that every staff member is so proud to say, well, I work with doctor, or I work for thee, or I work at thee. So your personal branding is a, is a story that people tell about you when you're not in the room. You don't want an employee talking at a barbecue about how crappy the clinic is and how, you know, this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong. You want them to be talking about how wonderful your boss is, how wonderful the clinic is, how great your clients are, how fabulous the, the processes and the, the manifestation and the, the teamwork is in the clinic that you work at. You want every um, person who talks about your clinic to be a walking, talking advertisement for you that's not incentivized, it's not cash for comment. So personal branding is, is not always something you can control because it's not always about me. And, what I want to say about myself or say about myself. It's about what everybody else says about me behind my back. And this is a lifelong project. This is something that will continually evolve and continually change. It would be very rare for you to employ somebody on reception that works till the, the business is bought out or closes. 
you're going to continue to have new staff. You're going to continually have to reinforce the same messages, continually have to build the same enthusiasm and reiterate the same values and the same vision, continually move the, the, um, the benchmark or the field goals to, to kick new goals and continually raise the bar because you can always do better and do better and do better and do better. So the goalposts will change and that's okay because that's exciting because if they're not, then you're not evolving and you're not doing better and you're not aiming higher. You're continually striving for excellence and all of this needs to come out in your messaging and your, your posts. What are you posting about this month? What's going to be your focus? What's your mood board? Uh, another great example would be um, Michelle Bridges. Now, there's so many great examples. I was thinking of Lorna Jane when I did this one, and I wanted to use Michelle Bridges because life hasn't been easy for her. We see her getting charged, um, you know, drink driving and think, oh, my gosh, you know, what went wrong? It is a continual journey. Life is going to beat you down. Posts that you design, people are going to say, oh, I don't like that, or you didn't do that well, or let's just outsource. It is not going to be easy. So make no um, you know, qualms about it. You need to get to your edge, which is the edge of your comfort zone, and to evolve. Love, so love this quote from Michelle Bridges. Now, she may not have even done this quote. I don't know. May have been done in a boardroom. But she did create a brand on herself from who she is. She did evolve and she's gonna to have to continue to evolve and she's gonna to continue to make mistakes. We are all human. And here are a few examples of some great um, Instagram pages. Following 941, 3,827 posts, 7.2 million followers. None of her posts are of sexy women half naked on a beach or of young girls who are portraying themselves to be women on a beach. Um, they're, they're not attracting you know, men who think that they're beautiful. This is a woman who is empowered and is herself and is an entertainer, a lover and a unicorn. She's out there. She's, I am a unicorn. I am the ultimate. I am original and I'm unique and I'm above you all. And I live and breathe it every day. And here's my page and here's my YouTube. And look how well she's doing. Kudos to her. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to be willing to make mistakes. You'll be willing to post the photos of you in your pyjamas and the photos of the people that you admire and that you, you like, whether they, they fit the mould or not. Because we're all about breaking moulds. We're not about following the pack. The whole point of you learning how to do your own social media is so that you can do your own, is so that you can post um, you know, what resonates with you, what you like, what you believe, and then attract people from that. Um, so Rachel Levin is um, <laughs> following 63 people, 63 people, that's it. You know, I think um, we've all been to weddings bigger than that and has 3.8 million followers, need I say more, um, from 100, uh, sorry, 1,224 posts. That's not a lot of posts. So it didn't take her a long time to get to 3.8 million. Why? Because she makes videos on the internet for people on the internet. I make videos on the internet for people on the internet. It's pretty damn straightforward and simple, isn't it? You can inquire obviously through her email and she's got her YouTube link in there. And um, Chiara, another famous person um, who is Insta famous. She's only following 702 people, which is better than obviously a lot more than the last two, but she has 11.5 million followers 
from 17,586 posts. Now, nobody's looking at how many posts you've done, are they? Does it really matter that the last woman only did a thousand something posts? This woman's done 17,000 to get this many followers. So let's just go back on and have a look at that. 1,224 posts, 3.8 million followers. 17,586 posts, 11.5 million followers. Does that matter? No. So it's taken her 17,586 posts to get to this, but this is still freaking awesome. Are we going to focus on how hard it was to do all of these curated posts? Or are we going to focus how, on how awesome it is if she's got this many followers? It may not happen overnight. You are not necessarily going to only have, you know, 1,200 posts or 3,000 posts and end up with 7.2 million followers. These people are also on different platforms and doing different things. They're all, um, you know, all linking to their, their YouTube. So they're all YouTubers. You can obviously go and look at what they're following is on YouTube that's established before Instagram and delve in and dive in a lot deeper. But at the end of the day, this isn't going to happen overnight. It can take years and it would have taken years for these people to build their YouTube channels, to build their Instagram channels. Nobody just miraculously becomes Insta famous or um, YouTube famous or mainstream media famous. It takes years. To be the star of your own show, you need to believe that you're the star, believe that you're worthy, because you are, and um, start disseminating. Imperfect perfection. Done is better than perfect. Start getting stuff out there. You're not going to start failing. You're not going to start evolving. You're not going to start building an audience if you don't start posting. So you can obviously find me on Facebook in Instagram, and I'm also on my journey. Of, of learning and growing and building and um, and I'm going to fail and I'm going to succeed and I'm going to learn as I go along. So I have used Canva today to do my presentation and all my presentations actually. And now I want to get into posting. So be sure to download your, um, your content calendar and um, use that work out okay what do i want to post we all use quotes we can use our own quotes and our own words to create a quote or we can use others but let's learn how to create some quotes to inspire and empower and motivate others or to raise awareness of an issue or a concern or of course to educate whatever it may be module three. So go away, do some homework and have a look at your content calendar so that you can get some real benefit out of um, the next module. If you've enjoyed listening to the brand spanking new podcast today, we'd love for you to leave a review. Simply open your podcast app and click five stars.